Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Boom. And this, and we have a, a legend here. Uh, I don't even know how to start because it's like he was a DJ, a, a producer, an artist, a writer, a everything. And he is the man that saved Def Jam. And I'm not going to even lie to you. He is, you are, I have so much I want to tell you about what you are. But I will just say, I will say this. You're the reason why I fell in love with West Coast music. For a lot of people, it was Dre. But for me, it was this DJ B. Warren G. Easy listening, bro. That yeah. shit was just fire. So I just want to tell you, man, we have... By the way, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting this show. We got Warren G, <laughs> G-Funk era, Mr. Regulator yeah. in the building. Oh, yeah. West Coast welcome, legend. Welcome, welcome. Let's get it. Yes, Thank I'm you for dead. taking the time out and even sitting with us and so welcome good. us into your studio. Amazing studio. Thank you. Um, so like Ray said, you were like a huge, intricate part of building the West Coast sound and all that stuff. So earlier when we were talking, you said a little bit about... Um, listening to music and how listening to music, the music that your parents were listening to kind of influenced yeah. how you look at music and all that stuff. So tell me a little bit about that. Uh, I mean, just being a kid, just being around the family functions and them playing, you know, music. Um, it stuck with me. And then my father, um, you know, my mother and father had separated. So pops would come pick me up and I would sit with him just listen to jazz all day so mm. that's kind of like what created that soulful vibe um but as far as just anything else that comes from me was the music that i used to hear from them like the michael mcdonald uh, i keep forgetting which i did regulate i was like damn my parents used to bang this if i did a rap over it this, that would be mm. off the chain um and just just a lot of records that I listened through them, is what what inspired me and, and pretty much made me who I am today. Along with uh, looking up to Dre as a, as a as a little brother, looking up to Dre, mm -hmm. you know, as a mentor, and him showing me how to DJ. So all of that that whole mixture is what pretty much created. So how'd uh, you transition from DJ to producer to artist? Tell us how we even got there. I always did it all. Mm. Um, we, we had a, a crew called the Voltron Crew, which is, is uh, I mentioned in this DJ, I say the Voltron Crew. That was me, Snoop, the twins. Um, I was going to ask you about the twins. He was like, you don't believe me? Go ask the twins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, oh, I was yeah. going to ask you about the twins. Let's go ahead. Yes, go indeed. Ahead. They're my guys. Um, and it was a bunch of us. We was kind of like... Um, uh, was the show that that, that uh, Bill Cosby had uh, the, with the, all of the kids? Uh, uh, um, uh, mm, kids mm, no, 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 Fat Albert. Fat Albert. Oh. And we was kind of like Fat Albert, uh, but we was called the Voltron Crew, and we worked for a dude named Jeff, who mm -hmm. was a, um, a white dude just having little black kids selling candy yeah. and shit for him. So we worked for the Voltron Crew, and everybody in, in 
in the we just in a van. Yeah. We, they would drop us off in different neighborhoods and shit like that for us to sell the candy. But when we was all together in the vans, we was at that time we was listening to like Run DMC, Fat Boys, and you know everybody like yeah. that in the early eighties. And we used to Snoop always could rap, so yeah. everybody would be in there rapping yeah. and just spitting different verses and stuff like that. So. I went off of what the fuck. Nah, I keep no, keep going. No, no, I want no. you to, bro. You, Listen, I'm we like, so, hear it all. can I tell you something? I want to tell you something. I want you to stop talking. Yeah. Sometimes, as I, okay, so as you listening, because I was trying to catch back up. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Let me say something. Okay. Sometimes, yeah. bro, I think because you were there, you don't understand what it meant. Like, bro, uh-huh. like, bro, like you saying Snoop, like, it's just it's crazy to me how you don't even realize. I grew up in Atlanta. Y'all had us in Atlanta going crazy. Probably don't even know it's... And I'm talking about we like 14, 13, 14, in Atlanta going crazy to y'all shit. Arguing. Warren G, Dre brother. And he did that, blah, blah. And he like... Bro, don't I don't even you could just talk. I won't even say a fucking word, (laughs) bro. Don't you want to hear? So Snoop was the one that could rap. Yeah, uh, Snoop used to rap a lot, and then we had another. We had a bunch of guys that could rap. We had Steve, uh, Taniti, uh, Richard. Like I said, we was like it was a bunch of us. How old were least, you guys at this time? We was like I say about 13, 13, 14. Wow. Uh, and it was at least fifteen of us. I, I could mention everybody. I just got to dig. Um, but we used to all just rap. Yeah. And so, at around that time. Uh, Dre was with the Wrecking Crew. Um, you know, Dre was the, a little older than you guys. Yeah, so he was, yeah, he was, he was way older, yeah, yeah. older than me. And I'm, I'm a young buck, so he was yeah. with the Wrecking Crew. And he used to come home, and he have his tapes. And yeah. I would play the tapes and shit. And I would hear the music before. What, was he? Would he get pissed at you for messing with his stuff? Like, well, no, leave he my wasn't tripping. okay, he wasn't tripping. <laughs> yeah. So. I used to like he had a song called Cabbage Patch, and I heard it before it came out. So when I was in the van rapping with Snoop and them, I started busting the Cabbage Patch version. <laughs> they was like, this nigga, boy, hold no motherfucker. <laughs> but I was, I was, I was rapping one of one of his songs, and uh, we just used to have fun. But but everybody in there could freestyle. The twins, Snoop, uh, Steve, uh, um, just our whole crew: Antonio Red, Taniti, Richard. Uh, uh, Everybody that was in there, uh, Camille, everybody that was in there with us, uh, we just had a, a really good time. So that's what kind of like had, that was straight just rapping. That's what brought on the, the rap part to me. Yeah. Plus listening to uh, Jimmy Spicer, um, which Dre used to play back in the day in his mixtapes. Yeah. Like I said, Dre was, was a mentor, you know, so I used to try to be like him. Yeah. You know, as a kid. Um, and uh, he used to play Jimmy Spicer a lot, which was a, a song that you would know uh, called Count Cool Out or or uh, Super Ron. Mm-hmm. You could look him up. Yeah. Dope. And uh, he, he had a, a style where he went, I get down, I get down from New York. I get down, I get I, I get down all the way. I, <laughs> rock, I rock to the rhythm of the double R rocking. This is what I say. And that, that yeah. style he had stuck yeah. with me. So that was like. I love that shit. So when I was rapping and developing my own style, yeah, that just naturally came out because that's all I list, used to yeah. listen to was him and Super Rhymes and stuff like that, which came from Dre. And 
that was kind of like the rap side of of what I was doing. And then once again, he showed me how to DJ too. Dre mm. showed me how to DJ. So I fell in love with that at the same time. And the crazy thing, you know, like I said, when I got older, I say around 17, uh, 17, 16, 17, uh, in high school, you know, Snoop had always been rapping just, mm-hmm. you know, that's what, what it was. We, he was. we played football together, too. We played sports, so. I'm trying to bottle everything up. No, no, no. No, no, don't stop. Don't stop. What position did you play? What position did he play? Snoop played quarterback. And I'm, I, I ain't going to lie. I started off on the line. But, hey, look. The linemen, <laughs> hey, the linemen get paid the most money. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So I started off on the line, but I ended up being, ended up, I went from line to running back to safety to corner. So it, it started changing. Um, but we played football together, and Snoop was even rapping back then. We yeah. actually, we, we went to elementary school, me, Snoop, and his brother Jerry. Mm-hmm. And, um. We we went to we went to CIS and then Snoop had got transferred to another school because he mm. was a good guy. Yeah. So he, got, he got to get he got to go to the school where they had swimming, yeah. and track and field, and all that stuff. So we was like, okay, and we was we was still in Gladiator School, <laughs> and uh, so he rapped all he he did a lot of rapping back then. I was you know following the footsteps of Dre, Snoop, everybody, we was all just rapping. And then, like I said, Dre taught me how to DJ. So when we got to high school, me and Snoop had been doing this shit, period. Yeah. Fucking with each other. That was, that. his bre- his older brother was my best friend, and then mm. me and Snoop became best friends. Mm. And uh, he tell me that shit every time I see him. Dirty Left, because I mentioned Dirty Left in the, in the yeah. uh, This DJ with Snoop yeah. Dogg's big brother called him Dirty Left. Yeah, yeah. That's Dirty Left. He said he, every time he seemed like Snoop stole my best friend. He be I was just about to ask. I was just about to ask, like, how did that feel with you? I'm still yeah. your best friend. Nigga ain't yeah. nothing changed. Yeah. You not fucking with me. Come fuck with your boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit, nigga me and Snoop was rapping together. You got to yeah. pull up and do what we do. And Yep. And uh, all of that um, just, just bottled up. There's so many ways I could go with it on how I started out as far as rap part but as far as the production um once we got uh you know connected with dre with you know from me taking the, the demo tape to him no no we we we, we got oh, to get into we can't skip over that dog how did that happen how did that because no. he had he was your big brother so you don't want it so it's like did you have did you take him a lot of things no. or was it like you just did you know that he snoop was the one uh, That's what scheduled his little brother, exactly. Fam- family functions yeah. and shit. I was like, Dre, this is my homeboy Snoop. He hard. So you were trying he to introduce him? Like, or hit like, hear it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's like, damn. <laughs> so I never did try to, I was like, I ain't going to take him nothing because he ain't fucking with us. Yeah. You know, I ain't going to never give him nothing, none of our stuff because he I ain't fucking with us. We, we done cried here. We done went up to the studio. Uh, Easy E pulled a gun out. Uh, oh, you mean he put the gun out of y'all? Yeah, yeah. you can't just slide that in. We need to hear this story. Went up to the studio to uh, give him the tape, you know. (laughs) And uh, he was tripping, but he wasn't. He wasn't gonna shoot or nothing like that because I know he just wanted to let y'all little y'all little niggas y'all little niggas don't be running up on exactly exactly. He wanted to teach y'all a lesson. Yeah, and uh, 
you know, so one day I I had uh, I I hit Dre. Uh, it was just like, "What's up, man?" He was like, "I'm at a bachelor party." He said, "Come through," because I hadn't talked yeah. to him in a long time. I was pretty much in the streets. Yeah. Uh, just like everybody else that always yeah. said they was hustling. That yeah. we, we was hustling. Uh, me and Snoop and our whole 61st Street crew, we was hustling. And uh, so it was good to for him to say, okay, come up. But we yeah. was doing our rap shit on yeah. the underground. We was hitting different clubs. And yeah. we had a, a mixtape out called Long Beach is a Motherfucker that we had dubbed on the underground, you know, tape or tape. Yeah. And start pushing tapes everywhere. So that's what promotion was yeah. back then. And... uh. So we went up there. L.A. Dre, rest in peace, uh, was like, "What's up, Juan?" Because he's always, yeah, he, he loved me, yeah. And uh, so we we in there chilling. You know, I seen Dre. We boom, hug everything. We having a good time. It's a lot of beautiful ladies, and the music was, you know, they yeah. was running out of music. So I said, "Man, look, can you play this? Play this?" So he popped it in, and he started playing, and he was like. L.A. Dre, he was moving his head. He's like, damn, this shit. He said, who was this? I said, shit, that's me. My homeboy <laughs> Snoop and my homeboy Nate Dog. He was like, have Dre heard this? I said, no. So he started playing the shit, and the shit was banging, and then Dre was like, damn, who was that? Yeah. And uh, and uh, once he heard it, he was like, damn, that's y'all. So he said, y'all come up to the studio on Monday. So I was like, um. Uh, like kind of tripped out, be, you know, like, damn, Dre said, let's come to the studio on Monday. So at that time, it was it was some people kind of like trying to divide and conquer me, Snoop, and Nate. So me and oh, Snoop oh, kind of... I miss it. They got to get the me, mic closer to you. They got to yeah. get the mic yeah, closer okay. to you. Yeah, I can no, 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 put it right here. Wait, no, because it's covering your face shot. That's okay. The, that's why we... So if you want to hold it like I'm holding, I don't know. I'm just okay, like, I, got this I, shit. I, yeah, 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 like I this. Hold, I hold... Let me yeah. see. I put it right here. There we go. Um... Damn, I, I forgot. No, where no, I was no, at. no, 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 no. You said you said no. you at the bachelor party. Yep. You said you put the music in. You said people was trying to play okay. the body yeah, conquer. Okay. No, yeah. hey, bro. So, so you ready for? No, me? no, no. We yeah, good. Yeah. That was looking for water. I'm gonna let you go. That's all good. So, um, so Dre heard it. Um, he loved us. He was just like, you guys come to the studio on Monday. So, at that time, like I said. Like, it's, it was a lot of divide and conquer with uh, people we was dealing with before any of this, before we got connected with Dre. So people was taking Snoop to different studios here, here, and there, and kind of leaving me and Nate out. Yeah. So we was pissed off, you yeah. know, and I was pissed off at Snoop. So I called him like, Snoop, um, Dre want us to come up to the studio on Monday. So he was like, nigga, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Boom, hang the phone up. <laughs> Just like the nigga that was on, what's the, the wash? Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, shit. exactly. So I call him back like, what's up, Snoop? I said, hold on, man. Please don't hang the phone up. I said, let me call Dre on the three-way. So I called Dre. He asked the phone. I said, Andre, Snoop don't believe that you want us to come to the studio on Monday. He said, yeah, I want you guys to come to the studio on Monday. He's like, this ain't no Dr. Dre. I said, this is Dr. Dre. And after he... Caught on, he was like, "Oh shit!" So after we hung up, we linked up and was yeah. pumped up. Was so happy. Uh, so Monday came. Uh, me and Snoop, we we me me Snoop and uh, my homeboy Rump is who took us up there. Nate wasn't with us when we yeah. went up there. 
So we was in a, uh, I forgot the Ford something, but every time you got to the light, you know how you put it in parking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then you hit the go. Hit the we go, did that exactly. all the way to Hollywood, <laughs> through every hood in L.A. And by this and, time, uh, Dre is already this, Dre, legend. Yeah, yeah. Death Row is on. No, he, Death Row ain't even, that, oh, that, wow. this was NW after, like, the end of the NWA. Like, so this was him trying to figure out when what the was, next move yeah, went. Exactly. Mm. When he, he, was, he wasn't even with NWA yeah. no more. Yeah. He was just just on his yeah, own. he was trying to figure out the next move. So we came up there, uh, you know, chopped it up with Dre. We was having a good time chilling. So Dre threw a beat on. Uh, it had the hold on sample in it. Boom, 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 boom. And then he had the... Uh, the big payback, he yeah. had that da, shit da, da, da. in there. He had yeah. some of that shit. I was like, this motherfucker hard. <laughs> Snoop did a song to it called Gangsta's Life. And after he did that song, from that day on, Dre was like, y'all need to come fuck with me. Yes. Y'all niggas get up out the hood. Yeah. Come stay with me. Yeah. So we moved up there with Dre. That was, oh, my God. We was like, shit. <laughs> How are you like? Yeah, yeah this is cool. <laughs> a lot of beautiful women. Women, the weed, we, women, we weed, weed the weather. We worked in the yeah. studio. yeah. You know everything. It's it's it was it was lovely, and uh, but when we got up there, you know, it was just like it was more of Dre and Snoop working. So yeah. I had to figure out what my yeah. role was going to be. So I was like, Dre, can you show me how to produce? Mm. You know, I already knew how to DJ, but I was I was yeah. a DJ. Yeah. It's it's all footage with me DJing for Snoop yeah. and Dre. You when you DJ you was DJ in the G thing video wasn't you like behind the uh, turntables? Not, I remember was, you was I in the was video you was rolling up behind <laughs> the, but it was like right next to the. I just remember yeah. you was rolling the joint in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got footage of when we was in Santa Monica in the airplane hangers where I was the DJ. I was I used to DJ the whole show for Snoop and Dre. Mm. So we got up there. I asked Dre. I said, "Man, show me how to produce." So he showed me how to sample on the MPC sixty. He showed me, you know, starting with the metronome where you hit the start, yeah. pop, 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 pop. And that was like the key to everything, the yeah. metronome. Yeah. So he taught me that, and I started knowing how to make the music match with the with the, with the the metronome. The pop, pop, like it was boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. It's going with the metronome. Yeah. So that's what made me learn the sampling part. And then I used to watch when he would do live instruments. Mm -hmm. So... A lot of that stuff he taught me, and then I just picked up the parts that that felt good to me, and then yeah. I started creating my own mm -hmm. uh, production. But a lot of the records that we used to do, I would sample them, and I go to him like, "Dre, what this sound like?" And he'd be like, "That shit is dope. Take that shit and flip that shit, and it's it's incredible." Mm. We did that on the chron the whole chronic. Like, yeah. I went and bought records from every major record store in L.A. You know, mm. to, you know, for that album. So I, I brought all the Rudy Ray Moore samples. I bought a bunch of samples. Um, the G thing record, I bought that in a crate of records in Carson. Mm. Uh, DJ Black actually told me about that record store, and that's why I found what well, we found the G thing. Yeah, it was in that crate of records that I bought. Yeah, and uh, we just I used to sample shit and drag me like that shit hard. Like to let me ride. That was a. a a record that I bought in What? But did no Dre is such a genius. This is the only parts that was on the on the record. That was there. Yeah. And then it had the little part. Boom, 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 boom. Let me 
right. But it was little parts. And he took it and he built it and made that motherfucker. I said, Dre, this shit hard. You? He said, that's hard. He took it and put that motherfucker together. That shit was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. So we did that with a lot of stuff. Even like, so that, that part was what uh, brought me into uh, learning how to produce. And then we started working on the Chronic album, but um, Suge hit Dre about a soundtrack, so they needed a record for uh, oh, the, the Deep Cover soundtrack. Oh, Deep Cover, yeah, Deep so Cover. So that's when uh, uh, 187 on Undercover. Yes. Uh, deep, that's when... Uh, uh, um, yeah, and you yeah, don't deep, stop. I, mean, yeah, I can't 187 on the Undercover. That was the record to me head. that made yeah. New York fuck with y'all sound. Oh, yeah. Because the yeah. beat was so hard. It was like, yeah. you could say, because you know, the dialect was different, but you can't deny that, that beat was, was hard. That nigga Dre put that motherfucker <laughs> together. Yeah. And uh, that that's what set up for uh, the Chronic to start. And around that time, we, oh, even wow. though we was with Dre, we were still out. We would go to Hollywood to a little different events and stuff. So we went to the Roxy. And we went to the Roxy. It was a little event going on, showcase type thing. So we go in, Snoop, you know, everybody. They don't even know we were Dre yet, but our name was still kind of known because known yeah. our mixtape. So Snoop was in the house, so hey, Snoop in the house, da, 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 two, one, three. So then we we leaving out after the showcase was over. We was like, ah, this is cool. So was this girl was like, my homeboy serve you right now, nigga, da 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 da. And so we're like, what? <laughs> so it was Diamond, one of our homegirls named Diamond, who's our homegirl now, but then we didn't know her. So she said, my homeboy corrupt will serve you right now. So we like, what's up? So we we walk over, we get in a little circle, everybody get on one knee, we all in the circle. So they start busting. And you know, Snoop just he just hitting him and then yeah. this nigga corrupt start busting. We was like <laughs> He different. Oh shit. Wait a minute. <laughs> this Hold shit is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh so they going back and forth. So Snoop, I used to point at shit and Snoop would start rapping about it. Mm. Um, and he said, I got a pinky some, some you talking such and such, you got on a pinky ring too. But if you look at my finger, I got one too. And he had a pinky ring on, yeah. a pinky ring on too. So it was like, wow. So it wasn't nobody won because they both was dope going yeah. back and forth. So when we was getting ready to leave, I told him, I said, look, man, let me get your number. So I got his number, and I said about a week later, I called him. I said, man, come up here to Calabasas. I want to do a demo on you. Yeah. So he came up, I did a five-song demo on him. He took that demo. Well, I took the demo, actually, and I, I let Dre and Snoop and, and, and uh, Suge and hear it, and that's how Corrupt got put on Death Row. That's crazy. I never knew that. that. Yeah, from the demo I did. That's crazy. Yeah. So so when you... But that's that also was setting it off, like you said, with the, on the production tip. Yeah. That's, that's Cause what... Because I'm going to tell you something. I was going to ask you a question. I was going to ask you, what do you consider yourself, producer, artist? I know you producer. Could you speak producer? Yeah. When you're in the music business, producers speak that. Don't, like, you can't help it. You can't help it. It's we just, talking sound. like, you, you talking sound, bro. Like, yeah. that's incredible because that's how we did Drummer Boy. That's Producers yeah. talk in sound. Yeah. That's ill how you do Because you, like, giving us the sounds, and it's like, when you listen to that from a, from from I have a consumer ear, so I hear the lead melody. I don't mm. hear everything driving it. Yeah. So when you all I hear is boom dun dun 
and let me run. But you hear the other sounds. Yeah. The, uh, you speak producer, bro. That's incredible. That's all good. Yes, indeed. Um, I love doing music. I love putting it together. Um, but what made me want to, to go ahead and pursue as an artist um, is I was inspired by DJ Quick and Dre. Because the both of them niggas was producers, and I knew it. Quick is so slept on, so I'm bro. Like you niggas is is rapping too. Shit, let me do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hold like, on, shit. I want to so, do that. But I I was in love back at that time. I was in love with Tribe Called Quest. Uh, we got the jazz. Yeah. That was like my shit. So what they were saying in that song inspired me to go ahead and do that. Mm. To go ahead and and pursue the the artist side. Cause Snoop and Dre, they was doing their thing. So I'm like, damn, what the fuck am I going to do? Mm. You know, I can't just sit here and be just a, a bum or some slouch. I got to learn everything. Yeah. So start rapping, start busting. Um, Snoop helped me writing on, not the whole album like yeah. he said, <laughs> but he, that's my dog. We That's my best friend. Yeah. But he, he helped me, actually he helped me with this DJ. Yes. He helped me with this DJ and uh, Corrupt helped me with Do You See. Mm. And um, I had Snoop on the hook on this DJ. He was actually it's kind of easy when you listen to me. That was Snoop. But that song but is so had, fucking fire, bro. They wouldn't let me use it. Wow. Death Row wouldn't let me use it. So oh, cause Snoop it was Snoop uh -huh. vocal. So you yeah. Had to so sing, I yeah. so I and I was on Def Jam. Yeah. And at that time, that's when all the bullshit. Was I, but going I'm about to ask you, how do you get from? How was your brother? CEO Death Row, co-CEO Death Row, and you end up at Def Jam. Because even as a youngster, I didn't understand that. Because you always didn't understand. <laughs> he said, I'm still trying to figure it out. Still. How does that, because Def Jam was considered an East Coast label. Yeah. And how did you end up on, like, how right. does that happen? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't no lane for me over there at Death Row. Mm -hmm. And, um. He pretty much was telling me, like, you just got to be your own man. So I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. Nigga, all yeah. I know is being with, with you, 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 and you. I, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. So I was hurt, crushed. Mm -hmm. So I uh, I went and just started doing shit on my own. But I was still fucking with them. Because you know, so I was coming around. So at this time, Snoop mm -hmm. is a star. Yeah. Dre is a, obviously, Dre has been a star. Mm -hmm. And... And you're kind of like the guy that put it together, the guy that's learning. You're almost like Dre's apprentice slash Snoop's best friend. Yeah. And you're in the middle of it. And you're like, I want so do you have your music done? Are you saying I want to do music? Is it or is it like I had I, music done, but then I had to leave and go create my own line. So you created and my your own, own stuff mm -hmm. over yeah. here. Over 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 here. Wow. <clears throat> so you, so, do, so when you have it done. Cause I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the music yeah. business and my brother like my little brother is an A&R so yes, I'm always like I know that hard relationship of yeah. like I, I'm your brother and I want you to see me yeah but damn I still need to be seen if you ain't gonna see me so what yeah. am I supposed to do yeah. I don't want to and I don't want the work and not even that you're walking in rooms and people are looking at you like what the hell are you doing yeah. here I mean that's that, that's just how it was you know I mean. We need to get that nigga on the here on the mic too. <laughs> right. Can I be real with you? As a big brother, I yeah. think I know what it was. Can I be just me guessing? I think he wanted to protect you from the world he was in. That's I'm, I'm, I'm glad he did. Because because yeah. think about this. Think about this. You became your own man. It's kind of like what a father does to a son. Like mm -hmm. 
I can give you the fish. Yeah. But I, I want you to fish for yourself because I know I'm going to handicap you 10 years. If I yeah. give you the fish today, I know I'm going to handicap you. Yeah. And if you learn it, you got it forever. Yeah. So I always feel like, because I'm a big brother. I have I go through this my yeah. brother all the time. My <laughs> mother's like, just give him a label deal. Just get, and I'm like, Ma, I need him. Yeah, like, I, I dig it, but I would love to be at those award, <laughs> award ceremonies yeah. just to be there yeah. with you guys. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But I get all, it. You guys are all I know. Exactly. Dre Snoop, DOC, yeah. Nate Dog, RBX, Daz Corrupt. Them is all the niggas I know. Them yeah. is my niggas. Rage, Jewel. Man, can I tell you something, bro? And it's like, damn, I'm... I, I want to be right there when it ain't. I'm. I don't. I ain't trying to get no spotlight and with nothing. I just gotta be with the people. I got. I want to tell you something, bro. You're after hearing that. You're even more than. A, you're even more of a legend. You don't even understand, because you had to be your own man, your own. Like, like I'm in the music business first, so I know how it is when your friends over there and you're like, damn, like y'all, mm-hmm. y'all my friends. So why wouldn't Bring I be with, with y'all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you gotta go do your own thing. And then you come with that shit. No, because sometimes we don't see the giant. Sometimes we don't see the giant moves. Man. Bro, that's some giant shit you did. Like, no bullshit, bro, because I, could tell I you never. I started. Tell me. I want to hear it. Uh, I, went to, I went to go visit. Uh, I went to see Dre and Snoop in the studio. They was working. Um, and they was working on uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh, you was in the room for that. Oh, oh my God, that shit was bang. <laughs> so it was supposed to that was supposed to be the single for uh uh Poetic Justice soundtrack. Mm. So while I was in there, I ran into Paul Stewart, who was was with John Singleton at mm. New Deal Records, and John had a production deal movie wise. That's where he did uh Poetic Justice. So I, I I was like, man, do you guys need any, any more songs for the soundtrack? So he was like, he was like, shit, yeah. So I said, can you come with me to my car so I can play something for you? I had a, a Burgundy Regal back then. What year? I don't know what year that was. It was a, no, what uh, year Regal was it? It was 80-something. I can't. Bro, I, can't it, it I got an 88 Cutler Supreme T-top. I'm an old brass on like Regal. Yeah, that was I, the shit. I had a cold Regal. Yeah, uh, yeah speakers in the back. With the beat in that oh, I, I, had beat. I heard that you had the beat. <laughs> I know you had a speed cab and Regal without the beat in the back. I had the beat in that motherfucker. And, uh, and, uh, uh. So we in that motherfucker playing. I popped the cassette in there, and it was a song where I just, because like I said, I was out trying to find who I wanted to be and, exactly. and build my own thing. So I started working with a kid named Mr. Graham and a few other artists, uh, the twins and different people. So I popped the tape in, and it was uh, Endo Smoke when mm. it first came on. Boom, 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 boom. Then it said, smoking on the bud, feeling kind of high. Smoking in the gin, feeling kind of fine. A Warren G production sits in the tape deck. As Mr. Grim raps over laps, don't say shit. He said, stop, hold up, wait a minute. He said, can I take this tape with me? I said, yeah. <laughs> but I was kind of like, yeah, kind of like on some, like tripping, like he tripping. Like, yeah. I was kind of like, and he said it himself, like, Warren, you you act like you was getting ready to pull the strap out yeah. of <laughs> And uh, so I was like, yeah, go ahead. So I gave him my beeper number and, uh, Gave him my sister. Let's go. <laughs> my people love him. It. I gave my sister's uh, uh, phone number. So if he wanted to reach me, he could just hit me and punch it, tell me your code, and boom, and I'll call you back. So they hit me like that either Monday or Tuesday. 
and he said we want this to be our first single for the uh, the Poetic Justice soundtrack. So that was incredible. So that that part right there set it off. So Endo Smoke started blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. So Paul had called me, and he was like, Def Jam wants wants to talk to you. It was a lot of companies that was on me, yeah. but I didn't I didn't know what to do. Yeah. But so I was listening to Paul's guidance. And he actually had started managing me right right around that time. So um, Dev Jam called. I get on a call with him, and they was talking about how they love Endo Smoke and this, that, and this. And, Do you remember and who from Dev Jam we was on the phone with? It was uh, Leor Cohen, Tracy Waples, and Chris Lighty. Mm. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Wap, uh, Tracy Waples. Yes, indeed. And uh, so they uh, – we talking and shit, so they like, yeah, the song is dope. We really love the production, the the, the, the raps and everything is smooth on there. Who was the? He, he's like, we listening to the the whole song. We want the guy on there that's that's doing all the such and such. I said, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm a I'm a uh, get at Mr. Grimm and I'm gonna have him call you guys. But shit, just make sure y'all look out for me on the exactly. production. Exactly, you trying side, to be a good guy. You know, exactly, to, you yeah. know. So I'm gonna call him. He said, who was the guy? Who was doing the, uh, the like the singing kind of yeah. like while he was rapping? Yeah, I said you mean the the, the who? Hey, now that guy that I said that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you he like said, that too? Yeah, he oh, said yeah, we I, want I, him. Oh, exactly. That's what they said we want him, and I said, oh, wow. oh that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was uh, like hitting the lottery for you. Like, yeah, right, that right. shit. I said, oh shit. So I was like, I God damn. So. I had to think about it. I was like, damn, I got a job. I got all Sony. I got everybody hitting me. So I had to think about it because they was like, we want to give you a deal. So I had to think about it and who was, would be the best company that would work for me as far as pushing hip hop. Yeah. I was thinking like that. Yeah. So I thought about all the other companies and the artists that was coming out from there, how their success was. And so, when I, I was with Def, when I got to Def Jam, I was just like, damn. I was like, damn. Crush Groove. Uh, I was like the Fat Boys, LL Cool J, Curtis Blow, uh, the uh, Beastie Boys, uh, Public Enemy, Slick Rick. I just thought about, I said Sheila E, because I've watched Crush Groove, but yeah. then Def Jam was the main name that was in Crush yeah. Groove. So I said, I got to roll with Def Jam because they yeah, yeah, are a hip-hop hip -hop company. Yeah. And I love this motherfucking shit right here. Yeah. The way they story was. Yeah. So I got to roll with Def Jam. And that shit right there, like I, I had the B Street, all that shit was just in my head. So uh, I signed with Def Jam. And, and that move that I made by signing to Def Jam was like some of the most funnest times I ever had in my life. Yeah. As far as just being on the East Coast and in New York and being accepted, as far as just like, we love y'all shit. Yeah. We love you, nigga. Like, you, yeah. nigga, you with us. We love you. Even though all the bullshit was going on, I still was, I still had love with everybody. Even like me and Grand Poopa was in the studio, not the studio, but in the club when the shit happened, when Snoop and was in, in Red Hook, Brooklyn. I was in the, in the club, me and Grand Poopa partying. And that was my guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love Grand Pooper. And uh, Grand, by the way, Grand Pooper was ahead of his time. Yes, indeed. That yes, motherfucker indeed. could rap, had a flow. He was almost like, if he would have came after the Biggie era, he would have been way bigger because yeah. he was like fresh as fuck, little fat chubby dude that could spit. That's another story. Yeah. Him, Jess Ice, all yeah. of them. 
a bunch of guys. I, I and and just the love and just to see how the how the culture was out there, the hip hop culture and just the New York culture. Yeah. Of I'm in LA. It ain't nobody outside at 11 o'clock, 10, 11 o'clock. Motherfuckers <laughs> in the house. 9, 10, 11, they in the house. Exactly. It was motherfuckers out getting their hair braided and shit till 5, 6 in the morning. <laughs> I, was, I was with a with a cat named Benny Rat. I don't know if you ever heard of Benny Rat. That he, not that he was a rat, but yeah. it, that, that was his name, Benny Rat. He, <laughs> if you've you seen him, you'd be like, like, oh. That makes sense. I see why they call him exactly. that. Exactly. But I was fucking with him in, in uh, it was in Harlem, in, uh, and uh, that shit fucked me up. I was like, God damn, I love this shit. Exactly. So I fell in love with just being in New York and just being with Def Jam and the way they treated me. And, and LL came and picked me up, mm. um, took me to his house uh, where his grandmother lived, showed me his, his uh, basement, all the clothes he had. He, I even seen the Suzuki Samurai, the <laughs> light kind of light greenish yeah. one he had. Uh all that shit, he took me to the mall, all kind of shit. You know, all that shit just was like, I was like in heaven. Like, yeah. I can't You're fucking hip-hop believe. hip-hop heaven, yeah, yeah. I'm Wait. out here with the niggas that really, this shit, yeah. like Cool Herc and Slick, DJ oh, Red Alert and, and Busy B oh, and, and that, Cool Mo. All, everybody that, I'm like, in, I'm in these cities where these guys started out with the hip-hop. <laughs> you know, with KRS-One and everybody. And man, that shit was, it, it was incredible. Yeah. So and, uh, if you were on the East Coast, how'd you end up working with Tupac? Well, that that happened before, before I before I, uh, signed the Def. It, it all, that was actually all around the same time because yeah. we was both on the Poetic Justice soundtrack, mm-hmm. and it was being worked on. So I got a call from him, and I didn't believe it was him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't believe that it was playing him. on my phone. <laughs> I did a record with him and Breed, but me and him didn't. We didn't connect. I just did, did the record. record. Him, and, him and Breed. Yeah, it's called You Gotta Get Yours. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold the fuck on, man. You can't do that. <laughs> hold that. on. Yeah. You can't just mention. Throw that in. That's the record that made me fuck with Pac. I keep my mind on my money, money on my mind, finger on my trigger, nigga, hand on my nine, smoking blood to scum. I'm trying to tell you, I didn't know you did that. I did that. Oh, you a bad mother. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Bro, we see, he, I mean, I'm sorry to me. He's like, yeah, I did this record with Tupac and right, I'm like, hold on. That's the only MC world outside of, um, um, I got a nana down from a video. Uh, outside of that record, the only other breed record we know. Yeah. And that's what really made us love Pac. Oh, Because yeah. he came like. Yeah. Shit, man, I ain't going to lie, man. I want to fucking do that beat. You got to do crazy. that beat over, bro. <laughs> Look, I, I did that record, and then, uh. You know, I, we didn't connect, so the Poetic Justice soundtrack was going on. So he he hit me. And I didn't believe. I hung up. The same old shit. I'm tripping, hanging up the phone. So he called back like, nigga, this is Pac, nigga. I'm not, this is Pac. He's like, what you, he's like, what you doing? I'm like, shit, just chilling. I was, at that time, I was, I didn't have a place to live, so I was sleeping on my sister floor, had my drum machine and my crate of records. So. He was like, nigga, I'm at Echo Sound. So I jumped in the rigger, grabbed my motherfucking MPC 60, which I still have. Yeah. Uh, my Crater Records that's in there that I still have. Um, all of that stuff, put it in the car, drove up to Echo Sound. And when I walked in, it was him. Mm. So I sat down with him <clears throat> and just, just talked. He was asking me, like, so what's up with you? Like, he was like, you did that record on the uh, 
reported just a soundtrack. He was like, nigga, that shit was dope. He was like, nigga, I want you to do a record for me for the Poetic Justice soundtrack. So I was like, cool. And he had some females and shit in there. You know, at that, I wasn't used to, like, a gang and of I, and beautiful I, and women. I, and I was about to ask you, did you feel like a producer right now? Because everything was exploration for you. So you kind of uh, are like, I'm a rapper, I'm a producer. Like I was a producer, yeah. straight producer. So you felt like I, a producer, like, I got this. Yeah. Okay. But I wasn't tripping off of women. I wasn't tripping yeah. off of nothing. I, but when I went in there with him, I was like, God damn, I like this shit. <laughs> and that nigga rolled a blunt. That was the first time I seen a nigga roll a blunt. He had blunts, um, just joints, all, you know, different. So we started chopping it up, and he was asking me, like, what's up with you? So I was telling him everything that I talked to you earlier about the things that I was going through and how, how I felt. Yeah. And the things, I was I was crushed. So, yeah. and, and shit that was happening in the neighborhood, right at, at, even at, even when I dropped Endo Smoke, mm-hmm. uh, I had a, I, don't, I ain't trying to glorify yeah. shit, but I had a shootout with yeah. the motherfuckers. You know, we, me and this yeah. dude, what was crazy, we grew up together. Yeah. And it was a misunderstanding, but yeah. it was what it was. Young, ignorant mm-hmm. shit that yeah. you go through. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I told him everything I was going through. And I, I told him when we was up there, I got a 45 on me right you know, I got my 45 right now. You know, just, you know, I'm staying on point. Are y'all in L.A. or y'all on the West Coast or East Coast? In, uh, uh, Los Feliz in, in Los Angeles. Okay, like cool. That's kind of like East L.A. They got you. They don't fuck. They, they, they don't. Man. Niggas over there, <laughs> they don't play. The, the Mexicans <laughs> over there don't play that bullshit because it's gang yeah. shit. And, you know, they, we, even though I'm, I'm, I love Mexicans and blacks and, yeah. you know, but it, but it's gang shit that gone that be separating yeah. blacks and Mexicans. So if they see a nigga over here. Yeah, it might be some shit just because you're a nigga right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause, so you just got to stay strapped. And uh, so we talked about everything. So he said, you got any, you got some beats for me? So I pulled on my disc, put them in my MPC 60, um, started hitting different beats. And then I came across a, a, a sample that I had from Donald Bird called Wind Parade. Mm-hmm. And I hit that motherfucker. I said, boom, 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 boom. He said, boom, 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 boom. He said, I want that one right there. <laughs> so I took it and then I, I put some, um, I took just a sample because that's all it was. So I put some drums under there. That was that, I forgot the name of the break record, but it was a break record with some drums. I threw them up under there and um, he heard the record. So he, I put it together, put the drums on it, put everything on it. So he went in the booth. We put, we recorded it on tape. He went in the booth. The nigga knocked that shit down. I swear to God, probably maybe 35 minutes, mm. knock that shit down. And then uh, um, he came out, and it because the, the, I didn't hear him doing it. They, they had the speakers down, all that shit, and he was in the headphones. Mm. So when he played it loud, he came on. I played the cards I was given. Thank God I'm still living. With, 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 and I ain't taking shit from no niggas. I'm just trying to get some money, ride, put some motherfucking food in my tummy, ride. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, this nigga saying the same. He's saying some of the shit I just told him about in the record, but he laid that shit out. Oh, what? So you mean to tell me he was taking, you were telling him the shit, shit you was shit going through, with a long and he way brought that, put that shit in life and put it on the record. And he said, my definition of a thug nigga, he can't. I said, oh, my God. When he said that, and then he said, Warren, do you got something you can scratch in here or do a hook for me? And I said, okay. I said, it is the season to be serving. Then I took that Richard Pryor. I said, what you doing? 
Then I brought in that Snoop. Mobbing like a motherfucker ever since. I said, oh, he was like, tears the season to be serving. What you doing? Mobbing like a motherfucker. <laughs> but it was a song, a uh, definition of a thug nigga. That's what, what opened up the doors for me and his relationship. And uh, from that point on, we just started working and working and I, working. I, and I doing just got to say something. For anybody listening, I feel like a lot of our people feel like a lot of people win because they're in the right place, right time, which that plays a big role in it. But there is an intent and the thought process that comes in this shit. Yeah. Where you're in the room with Tupac, he give you, and then he says, give me, scratch something in. And you create a conversation from, yeah, like rich a Richard Pryor. Like, so it was like, you literally took a Richard Pryor saying this right. and somebody saying this and somebody saying this. Yeah. And I say that to say that this shit ain't no mistake that the people that win, win. Oh. The motherfuckers is really good. Oh, yeah. You know, because some people yeah. you be like, like, even when I hear, like, bro, Tupac, top five rappers of all time for me. Tupac, had his Me Against the World song got me through so much shit me as a too. kid. Dog, when that mother, like, and it's like sometimes because of the way it came, it felt like it was nothing. Like, I mean, it felt like it, it, felt like it was nothing to him. Because, you know, he's just saying, like, and he's like, but for us, it meant so much. Yeah. Me being 14, I remember feeling like I nothing. I felt the same way you <laughs> feeling felt like even nothing. Then. I was hard. Yeah, so. you feeling like nothing. And you yeah. hear he talking about, I got nothing to lose. This is me against yeah. the world. Yeah. That shit. And, and in my block. Yeah. On my block. That's, that was, oh, that was me. Dog, straight, <laughs> straight, straight <laughs> balling. Straight yeah, balling. Yeah. Before the sunrise, first to hit the block. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, bro. Yeah. That shit meant so, and it was like yeah. it was just pouring out of them. Yeah, it was like a faucet. But that shit. So, but I, but yeah. my point is that when I talk, when I hear people say this, the most important thing I want someone to listen to hear. That's an amazing story, but y'all motherfuckers really knew what y'all was doing. And even if you what even does? even if even if you didn't know, it was gonna work. You knew what you was trying to do. Yeah. You knew you was trying just to create a comedy. You just want to try to make some. You just want to make some make some people. You wanted to yeah. make somebody feel some shit. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't luck. So even when you hear shit, it's like one, two, three, and two, four. Like it feels like it was nothing, but nah, that shit meant something to people, yeah. man. Yeah. That shit made us feel something, bro. That shit, dog, hip hop saved my life. Hip hop made me feel like I wasn't alone. Hearing these niggas talk about the shit they go through, like, that's why when I was gonna ask you about the twins. This DJ was that that was that was uh that was pretty much like not I wasn't like thug and it, it wasn't no thug shit. It wasn't no oh. tough shit. It was just a regular. I gotta tell you something. Teen in I gotta the, tell you something. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you something. Yeah. I think we was talking about this on the way here. I think when you made Regulator, you might have been the first rapper in history to make a song about someone helping you. Yeah. You wasn't the hero in the song. Not at all. Think about it. Like he made a song and he like they, they and took my rub or took my ring. That's that's how we roll. Like me, Snoop and Nate, we had to have each other's back. I, but, if you but, see the homie going through something, you gotta jump in. But here's the thing. You could have made him go through something and you jumped in. Yeah. You literally like they took my rings, they took my Rolex. <laughs> I'm looking at the niggas like, damn, damn what's, what's next? <laughs> and then Nate is like, Nate came to, Nate comes to save the day. And he I'm on like, a mission and he on the mission trying to and then he see and, me getting jacked. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. so, and, and I only say that to say that I don't even I don't even understand. Like you know how like you like some shit when you're a kid and you attract to some shit, but we don't really 
think about why. It's like, I don't know why I like that, but I like that. So I was listening to the song over here, and I was like, man, this nigga Warren G was probably the most normal rapper in history. Nah, that's all good. We just was trying to paint a Nah, picture. bro, but I'm saying you were still normal. I mean, think about Special Ed. I got it made. Every other week I buy a brand oh, new car. Everybody else, everybody else was trying to make themselves a superhero. You just came like a regular guy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, man, that's what I'm going through. And Nate coming, and here come Nate, 16 in the clip, and one in the hole, Nate. Y'all niggas made a whole movie we about We did that in my apartment. Yeah. I had an apartment in Long Beach, uh, on Long Beach Boulevard and San Vicente. San, 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 San whatever that street. Yeah, San Vicente. In Long Beach. No, not to L.A., but we, I think we got a San Vicente, too. Uh and uh, we made that right in my apartment. Um, Did you know it was a hit? I knew it was good, but I didn't know it was, <laughs> bro, was a bro, hit. Certain records, yeah. certain records came come on and changed the flow. Like certain records, like like I, another record I get example is uh is Boys in the Hood. Mm -hmm. Woke up quick. It's like oh you yeah. just hear it and it's just like this oh, shit yeah. don't sound like nothing. This and I'm telling you, Regulator is one of those songs. I'm on. I'm I'm in high school. And I'm walk, I could see me walking down the halls and see niggas reciting the lyrics word for word, oh, yeah. word for word. My mother knows Regulator. And my mother probably knows. Just trying to paint a picture, man. Just trying to just paint a picture of, of the lifestyle um, that we was going through and the lifestyle that we was living at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, and some of the things that we did go through. Yeah. You know, so we were just painting a picture for everybody to kind of see, like, because we know you guys, like whether you're from New York or Detroit or, or Europe or anywhere, we know that that you guys go through the same thing we go through. I'm I'm just telling you guys, painting a picture on how we go through it, and then people can relate to it. So that's that's what really made so, so the whole thing. So like, so as regulators is this big record, mm -hmm. you you on fire. Does how does how's your interactions and relationship with Death Row? Like, are they like uh, proud of you, or are they like kind of like, damn you, you, you? We didn't really want you to go there with somebody. They was happy and mad. At yeah, because it's like, time. cause like you got to be proud that you did what you was supposed to do. Yeah. But it's like, damn you ain't. Yeah. yeah because, why you ain't bring me regulator? At least, at least let me hear that. <laughs> just like Snoop said, and and you'd be that good. Just like Snoop said, I got a doc. I have a oh, documentary. Brother. I have a documentary called. Thank you. I got a documentary called. Uh, it was a guy that came and delivered some stuff. I think my people, we want you okay, to make I, sure. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, it was a documentary. Yeah, oh, by the way, I got yeah. it. I, I had it. It's been out for a while. A lot of people haven't seen it, but if, if you get a chance, yes. a lot of the things that I've, I've talked about, you'll see like everybody explaining that shit, like Snoop, and you'll see everybody, yeah. Russell, uh, a bunch of guys yeah. in this, in my documentary, it's called G Funk. Oh, no. So if you ever get a Where chance. Where is it at? It's, it's, uh, it, was on, it was YouTube Premium. Yeah. And can you uh, buy it on Amazon, it, Apple? Apple? Not yet. YouTube uh, Premium? I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm subscribing to uh, YouTube Premium just for that. Yeah, we, I got to uh, see it now. We, uh, we, uh, uh, once I get the rights back, yeah. then I could go yeah, Amazon do do. and yeah. do, you know, Netflix, everything. We're going to talk about the rights getting back, too. Don't worry about it. Let's go. And uh, uh, it uh, that, that right there explains a lot of what's going on. Shit, I said I was getting. You were telling us about up. a documentary. No, no, you, no, you used to my, no, we used to my, death row. Oh, like how the people at death row felt because you said they, they was happy and so they good. was, they was happy, mad. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, 
Snoop said, and in, in, like I said, my documentary, G-Funk, Snoop told Suge, you could have had Warren G. Yeah. You let mm. Warren G go. Mm. So why are you mad or whatever? Them niggas was tripping. Like mad, mad. Yeah, and I was tripping too. Yeah. It wasn't no like. Because you wanted I'm to be there. Begged it them, wasn't like, like I'm going to let you niggas just come and try to get off on me or yeah. try to do whatever y'all. Yeah. Nigga, I got, I got regulators. I, yeah. got, I, got, I got guys too. And yeah. I ain't got a fan. Yeah. These, my, these niggas grew love, with me love from, from the ground up. You know what I tell people? People that. You know, so it was, it was, they knew about a lot of his homeboys knew my homies. Yeah. They was in the pen together. Yeah. So they know. Yeah. You know, so it was like whatever, nigga. What, what, whatever y'all trying to do, we gonna we with that too. Exactly. And but I, I wanted to, to be I here. To put that shield right. up. I didn't want it to be like. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted I, to be with y'all. I wanted exactly. to side of y'all. Y'all didn't want to exactly. fuck with me. Yeah. So I, I, and I still be saying, you know, Sugar's a good dude. Yeah. He was a good dude. It's just that when all the money shit started kicking in, all that other shit started kicking in, the Hollywood shit started kicking in. That's when he changed. You know, and we bumped heads a, a few times, you know, but I, at the end of the day, I ain't had, it wasn't no, I didn't have no hate towards none of that. Yeah. You know, and I still gave it up and still said that these was my people, even though these niggas would be tripping on me at certain places, yeah. you know, and I, I was just like, I'm not going to let you niggas tell me Nate can't perform with me. Yeah. And this is my fucking stage up here with the Billboard Awards, the big stage. <laughs> He's performing, nigga. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's you. They came, but it, it didn't work. You know, he, they, they couldn't do nothing but respect. Cause you and Nate was friends. They couldn't was do kids. nothing but respect that. Respect couldn't do nothing. Yeah. Can't do nothing. Yeah. It's like we want to take off, but we can't. Yeah. This nigga got some hogs up yeah. here. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, we wasn't pushing on them or trying to trying to get off on them. It's just this is here for Nate yeah. and Warren. Mm-hmm. We ain't tripping. Yeah. Y'all going to move y'all way. We're going to stay here and, and stay right here. Because yeah. I had love for a bunch of them niggas that was with him. Yeah. You know, and they still my guys. Yeah. But it but they it, some it was just like nigga got to roll with the punches. Like yeah. like Warren. And they used to tell me shit like Warren. Just be careful with yeah. the, the, you know, like yeah. that. Warren, you was coming. You know what I mean? Damn. So, um, so, so, so Nate, so Nate dog, Nate dog, what did he, what did y'all consider him? Cause he wasn't an R and B singer. What, what, it was like, was it the find of the G funk? Like, what was it? He was Nate. Nate yeah. was Nate. <laughs> he just, he just had a, a, just, uh, a style to him, just a soulfulness to him along with gangster shit that just was unmatched. Mm. Gangster. Um, yeah, yeah. He, it was, he was a soulful gangster, like a. I can't even explain. Because it's like, bro, he, he, um, if you, he never showed emotion. But he, stops, he was, he was, he, a, he, yeah. was a, he was a singer. Yeah. But actually, Nate was a gospel singer. Oh, what? wow. Yeah. Yeah, his mother, his sisters, <laughs> his whole family sang. His brothers, oh, everybody sang in the church, gospel. And that's what I be telling his son, like, you, you got to go to your grandmother mm. and get that. Mm. And then add it with what you're doing already, because I like what you're doing. But add this to it too. Yeah. yeah. Once he do that, he gonna be dope. Even wow. his cu- even Nate's cousin Butch Butch Cassidy. That song mm, yeah. on the boom 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 You gotta lay low. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dope. Yeah. He used to write with Nate. Oh wow. Dope. That nigga Butch was vicious too. Him and Nate was just. Them niggas was incredible. Nate was Nate though. I got you. 
I, I gotta ask you a question. I know I got somebody someone to ask you. If you could give me your by the way, we asked some West Coast guys who made the West, like, and they put you on a list. Uh, yeah, they were like <laughs> we had a, we, you know we have like a, a it's it's the goats and underdog show that's what God stand for ghosts and underdog so we always like to just like have conversations about like who made you so like we was asking some guy they was like man you got Warren G we was asking the top five producers yeah I was gonna and and it was like I think everybody was saying Dre quick right mm -hmm. and then it was like Battle Cat Warren G uh 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 and I was I think I'm, I I said I said. I did say, well, I am, because I think, well, oh, I am is incredible. Nah, he's dope. He's okay. But it was like, that was technical. Big, yeah, he's technical. He's and, real technical. And he knows how to take, he knows how to take, to me, I think it's genius when you know how to take what you have and make it for somebody to love, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. we was doing that, but they was like, nah, Warren G, Warren G, Warren G. So I'm going to ask you, but I'm not going to ask you about producers first. I'm going to ask you, if you can give me your damn, top, shit, <laughs> if, you give, <laughs> if you give me your top five rappers, MCs, from the West, your top five. Top five. Your mm -hmm. top five from the West. MCs. Yes. MCs. Mm. I love when they repeat it. <laughs> no, nah, because you know why uh, MCs is important when you're talking to right. a producer, right? It's like I'll MCs. Say, uh, Snoop is definitely one. Yep. Uh, Ice T is one. Okay. Ice T. Yeah. When they say somebody, some, people be ice like the ISIS. ISIS. The, the ISIS. ISIS. <laughs> uh, so we got two. Can we? Can is Q is is Ice? I mean, uh, Tupac. You guys consider? Yeah, yeah, I Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. Uh, so that's Snoop, Ice T, Tupac. I'd have to say King T. Mm. Did I say Ice Cube? You didn't say Ice nope. Cube. That was the other Ice Cube. I, 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 I want to say Ice Cube. It's kind of hard because it's, I got I got Snoop, uh, Ice T, Ice Cube, King T. Oh, stupid! Oh, sorry. You mean just hands down? Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, mm. Ice T, King T, Cube. You had Tupac. Oh, that's five. Let me oh, Tupac, yeah, Tupac. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I guess that. I guess that. I guess that's it. I, I'm gonna make it easier on you. Because this show is called the Goats and Underdogs, we're gonna. I'm gonna let you have your top five goats, and then your top five underdogs that people. Because I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Don't nobody in the room kill me. I don't know nothing about King or, T. No rappers. I don't know. Who, I don't know who King T is. I hear his name all the time, but I've I can't say I know yeah. his music. Um, so I would assume King T is on the top underdog list. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But he, he's 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 an underdog. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what I think should be on the underdog list for the West Coast. Dub you might say. No, yeah, him too. But I was gonna say corrupt. Yeah, because that's, that's because one. because he's. Probably one of the most gifted rappers from the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, he is. But because no, he probably didn't have fuck. that, 
heightened, you know, uh, level of like of success. I don't yeah. know if people because I we, we did Jermaine Dupri. Really? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he claimed the West though. Yeah, he, and he from sixty. Yeah, and let me tell you, and when I and when I <laughs> and when I talked to Jermaine, when we did Jermaine Dupree, Jermaine Dupree, it was Jay Z, uh, Biggie, Slick Rick, Corrupt. He was like, and it was like, dog. I'm like, damn, people be sleeping on Corrupt. So, so, you, so your goats list would be Ice Cube, Ice T, Tupac, Snoop. You got one more to add to your goat. Oh, because we move on. Oh, you move King Keith. <laughs> I'm going to move him over there. I'm going to move over there. Um, wow. Let me see. Uh, I guess I'd have to put Quick there. Quick is so hard. Yeah. I put Quick there. And Quick had all the bitches. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I forgot. <laughs> Easy. God Ooh. damn. Shit. Mm. <laughs> MC Ranch. MC Ranch. Gang of niggas that's dope. Kendrick, game. They more young. Kendrick gifted. Yeah, he dope as that nigga. Is, that nigga is, is probably most gifted, one of the most gifted rappers to live. But you said something that I want to kind of elaborate on. You said he's young. So I know that we spoke a little bit earlier about um, trying to work with the younger generation and them kind of being like, oh, yeah, old, and now they turn old. So right. just tell me a little bit about who you would want to work with and um, how you feel about generations having this kind of gap and not being able to work with each other. Um, I mean, I would love to work with, with all all of the, the younger artists, like the Drakes, the, the Lil Durks, the Polo uh, mm. Gs, the... Like Lotto, Twenty One Savage. Uh, I connect you with Twenty One Manager. That's all good for yes, sure. I'm easy, my uh, guy. I connect you. Yes, indeed. Uh, who else? Uh, and Lotto team. I, that, all, all of the all of the uh, the younger artists. I really, I, I fuck with all of them. Uh, but I just I just don't like. I've reached out to you know some artists, even artists here in L.A. Um, reach out to them like, look, I want to get with you on, on the record, you know, and they kind of, you know, get that Hollywood, mm-hmm. send that Hollywood shit or don't respond. It's like, oh, okay. They must not know. You know I don't take it personal. I was like, okay, I, I understand they, they, they on their shit right now. So, you know, when he come down a little bit, maybe he'll think mm-hmm. about it, you know, <laughs> because I'm going to keep going up. Yep. You know what I mean? Because I heard uh, some shit when I walked in here. I was like, what's this? Oh, yeah. Some samples. I get some samples I got. Um. But like I said, I, I, I um, it's, it's no age in in, uh, in music, and a lot of guys always saying, "Well, that them old motherfuckers and this, that, and this." Even my boy Jack, uh, we be on the on the mic on, on Xbox because I play <laughs> video games too. That's another thing I do, and uh, it be yeah, a lot of guys lot of always saying mm-hmm. about you old niggas, this and that and this and oh, it's there's no uh, age in in music. Mm-hmm. Hit record is a hit record, and you just got to keep knowing how to do good music. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you old, young, or no matter what it is, mm-hmm. just keep, you know, working on your craft and staying, you know, just not letting, you know, anything steer you away from music. Mm-hmm. Just do music. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's because I got shit that I did 10, 
15 years ago, like the record I did for Young Jeezy. Mm. That uh, she said, you ain't uh, no uh, good. Uh, but you feel so good. I'm in the that, that record was Smash. at least five <laughs> or six years before that. Wow. Mm. And now that record is about 15 years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least 10 or 15. Ten, about 10 years, yeah. Maybe, maybe a little under yeah. 10, but it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Ray, you said something earlier that I thought was really good about how we all listen to the same music now, right? So it's like your mom is listening to the same music as you, your kids are listening to the same music as you. So tell me how that's changing and how that affects music. Well, I believe that we are in a, a time where, where like when I was a kid, my mom would play Luther Vandross, my mom would play Teddy Pettigrass, Marvin Gaye, and we would be listening to rap music. My mom didn't even care about rap music, but now my son listen. My son is fourteen. He listens to Kendrick. My son listens to Drake. My son listens to the same shit I'm listening to. Yeah, me too. I, I go through yeah. the same shit. So, I got six kids. Yeah, exactly. So they bumping what we bumping. Yeah. So for me, yeah. I'm just like, I just think that it's a great time now because dope don't have no expiration. Yeah. All you got, all you got to do, all you got to do is keep being. Thank you. All you got to do is just focus on staying dope. Because mm-hmm. if you dope, everything comes out, everything works. So I just think that now is a great time to like. Like, literally, you got rappers doing songs with people who are old enough to be their father. Like, mm. I don't know how old the kid, I don't know how old the Friday kid is that's on the God Did record, but Rick Ross and Jay-Z probably old enough to be his dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they on songs together. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that, like. That, and like I said, that yeah. shows you that don't matter. Hip music doesn't don't have an age. age. Nah, it just got to be dope as yeah. fuck. And, the right me- and we all going through, and I think we all are realizing, like, another thing that just popped in my head is that I think that when we was younger, we didn't know what our parents was going through. Mm. Like, we didn't, we didn't know about mother had mental health issues. Yeah. It was like, yeah. mom was just whipping our ass. And t- yeah. <laughs> we didn't know what she was hey, dealing with. Extension cord? Yeah. <laughs> nah, for real. Mom was just whipping our wow. ass. So we didn't know what they was going Thanks. through. We didn't know that. So See, the new generation, they don't know. get the mm-hmm. extension cord. Nah, but they, but his or a tree, a tree switch. But here's, other, here's what they do get. Huh? They do know what their parents going through. Mm-hmm. Because... I, me being a dumbass, my first time ever trying edibles, I post on IG. Man, I'm trying edibles for the first time. I forgot my son followed me. Uh, so my son know when I try edibles for yeah. the first time. Mm-hmm. My son knows when, if, if I'm going through some shit and I'm like, I ain't fuck with y'all today. Don't yeah. hit me. That My yeah. son sees that in my story. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So he knows what we... I, the, so mm-hmm. everybody knows that we all ain't perfect now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's a great time for us to get in the room and collab. And you show me the new young technology and the shit that you into, that you're using, but let me show you the shit that I know too because that has value. Like, yeah. I, I don't understand how an artist doesn't want to get in the room, even if it's to hear you say it's terrible. Yeah. All I want to know is why. Because mm-hmm. now, now you're going to give me a perspective. Like, yeah. I mean, I, 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 was, I was there, so I, you know, I kind of understand what they you know how they yeah. be act, how they're yeah. acting because I was there to where, and I got reminded about that shit just not too not too <laughs> long ago. Brandy, for instance, Brandy, they wanted me to to do Brandy uh, single. Yeah, and I, I had they had the studio session set up all that shit, and I never showed up. Oh my oh, wow. god! Never did this, never did that. So you understand and, and, it. But then look at her now. She's a, a legend. She yeah. was huge. Yeah. But I was on some young shit. I yeah. had records cracking. Oh, I was that's doing my bad. thing. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Yeah. 
and missed out on the opportunity that would still probably be paying us. And I'm going to tell you something. I tell this to everybody. I'm going to say this. Me and Don Vito was just talking about this. Just because the faucet is running, people don't think that it'll stop one day. Yeah. Because mm. it stops on all of us at yeah. one point. Yes, and that, that doesn't mean it stops forever. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, sometimes it stops for 10 years. And then all of a sudden, yeah. your sound gets relevant again. And then all of a sudden, everybody wants it. What's my man named that was um uh, that did the record with Pharrell? We're up all night to get some. We up all night to get lucky. Um, um the, the drum player from Chic. Now Rogers. Now Rogers is hot as he's ever been. He has yeah. one of the he's part owner of one of the biggest companies out here buying catalogs with Merck. Like, wow. bro, yeah, now Rogers. But it was probably a 10-year period where people didn't hit him. And that's just a part of the journey, bro. Yeah. And I tell that to people, I'm like, you don't you think you're on, you think that you're on a spaceship out of space. Nah, bro, you on a journey. Yeah. yeah. And that shit comes with peaks and valleys. Yeah. Believe me, I and, know. <laughs> <laughs> I done yeah. been up, up I done that, been yeah. down, yeah. up. Like, I'm yeah. telling you, like, I'm telling you just like, in the game where, where you got bread and then the shit go down and you like, oh shit, this yeah. shit, this, I don't like that. Yeah. You get back, all that. I done yeah. been through all of that shit. Yeah. Hard times, all of it, you know, but you, once you, once you, uh, go through all that, and then you get that when you back when you like you understand each each level of it. Shit gonna go cool because you gonna know what to do and you gonna know how to take care of yourself and make sure that that doesn't happen again. Yeah. And, and your and your family eating, everybody eating. Yeah. That's what's something great, you man. wish? What's something you wish you could have done differently in your career? Um. Or something that you wish you knew when you started out that you know now. Um. To not be so nice, mm. you know, to not be so nice because me being nice helped a lot of people become hundred millionaires. Like they, a lot of people like super. You Give know. me an example. Uh, just you know, as far as even just you know, like me doing music for mm. for people, and you know, just put my heart into a lot and never getting no credit or not getting anything and still getting kicked away. Doing things for love. And you know, and I put my heart into mm-hmm. helping this situation go to where now this is a classic fucking situation and never have got mentioned as far as being a producer or bringing a lot of I- ideas to the table. Yeah. And I'm not, I wasn't tripping off of no credit. You know, I was nice. I wasn't tripping. I just wanted to be down. Mm. And um, and just let people know that I I got something to contribute to this music game. Do Do you think that the 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 desire to be down and that desire to contribute comes from your brother being who he was Look and you wanting nigga. to be he seen? Say, he said, "Yo, bro, I didn't tell you what 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 what, what the situation." What no, 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 no. I'm talking about that. No, no, I'm talking about something different. I'm saying, okay, I'm saying, I'm saying, you being like. You having siblings, right? And when you're a younger sibling and you have an older sibling that's mm-hmm. a fucking legend, mm-hmm. sometimes you want to just tell people, I got some of that legend shit in me too. Mm-hmm. Uh. <clears throat> and then when you do that, like you show up because you kind of like, I don't want to be in the shadows. Mm-hmm. No, like, not I want to show you I could do this shit, but show but that desire made you forget or not even contrib- not even think about Hold on, I need to make sure I get paid for this shit. Cause yeah. some people show yeah. some people show up to prove themselves. Yeah. 
And some people show up to get paid. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and usually yeah. it's the younger sibling that wants to prove himself outside of the older sibling. Or if you have a father who's like somebody, yeah. you want to just show, I, I get busy too. Yeah. And sometimes the other things get lost in the sauce. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it, you know, but other than that, just me being so nice, and they they say they say that shit. Period, as far as like, just on the normal, just like us, like how yeah. we are right now. Um, just, I'm just, I just like to be cool and have fun. Yeah, I want to have fun. I don't want to. I can I can get ugly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that part not, is easy. That's not the desire. But that's not how I roll. And yeah. niggas, a lot of these motherfuckers know out here on the west coast. They said G Dub get mad. Oh nigga, it's, you in trouble? Yeah, that nigga. I don't, I don't like drama. Yeah, you know what I mean, I try to diffuse that yeah. shit. No matter what it is, yeah, I try to diffuse it. Yeah, you know, nah. you be hearing me doing that shit on the game, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can but, give uh, some advice to some artists that's coming in the game. Like three pieces of advice. Um, keep your publishing. Mm. Um, don't never sell your publishing. Get an ad, man, if you want to, you know. Uh, and I, you know, I understand it's a business, so the people who do do publishing deals don't get fucking <laughs> mad at me. No, no, I do pu I do publishing deals, but I, I was going to say to you. I, but if you could help, some, if somebody is in need and they need help, boom, boom. But I was, let me tell you what I would say. I would say to that is that I do believe artists have the advantage of doing admin deals. Yeah. Because... The 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 what the copyrights that they, they want to exploit is you. Is you like if you but you're a songwriter, <laughs> if you're a songwriter writing for other people, that they don't have a reason to pitch your shit. Yeah. They don't have an incentive. So if you're an artist, I think I think if you're an artist, all artists, especially that have heat, they all should, should do admin deals. That's the only way they should do it. Yeah. Why the fuck would you give half of your shit up when your when your face is the brand? Cause you got some artists. You have some artists. Collected for you. Throw that. Yeah. That. I go get all that shit. You whatever your opportunity with you don't take that shit. Yeah. I ain't tripping because I got this. Yeah. And not only that, you got some. There are a lot of artists that have <laughs> publishing deals that don't write at all. Wow. And you, yeah, you don't understand. How does that work? Let me tell you how that works. Please. Very easy. Okay. If you want to get on a young Chris Brown album or a young Justin Bieber album. Those guys don't write. When they, Justin Bieber wasn't writing when he was 14, yeah. but he was surrounded by sharks who understood the business, yeah. who was like, if you want to get on a Bieber album, you're going to get Bieber percentage of your of publishing. Yeah. And, like, dog, you, you got people that, if you write a song for Rihanna, Rihanna don't have to write a fucking word. Yeah. She's going to get 20% of that <laughs> record. Yeah. Yeah. To sing it. I mean, it's just the game. It's, the it's, it's just part. the game. It's yeah, that's, a, that's, the, that's, that's what I mean by the talent part. That's know, what I said. Gonna, talent has advantages. They're going to, like, dog. They're helping you get your and, bread, and, so and, don't and, do it. why the fuck and not? And then you're going to get your show money on top of <laughs> that. Why the fuck I mean, not? Well, they're well, yeah. no, I mean, well, they they going to get paid, yeah, but, exactly. they, but the artists yeah. going to get their show money. The artists going to have so much money coming in from so many places, and... But still getting a little bit of that. <laughs> but, exactly. but here's why, though. We make it happen for you because you, boy, I get paid, you're going to get Yeah, but, 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 here's, but here's the reason why. Because if I'm Justin Bieber, I got 25,000 people sending me 25,000 songs each. Yeah. So 
okay, Warren G, I'll sing yours, but uh, I get 15% of everything I do. Yeah. And Warren G going to be like, you fucking deserve it. <laughs> Goddamn right. You got, take it. It's the game. So, hey, yeah. Take it. I'm going to work with you. Oh, yeah. We all happy. We all getting paid. Let's move. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Advice. Give me some more advice. But you can't give ever give up I, everything. Can I tell you something? No, I can tell you something. I can tell you one thing. I know, I know Warren G. You, I, for, I'm a manager. I'm a manager first. That's that. Like this, I'm this podcast stuff. This is four months, five. This is our fifth month trying this. But I'm a manager, and, and yeah. all you really needed was a shark. Yeah. Because let's be clear, and this is I. I love Dr. Dre, but Dr. Dre had Jimmy. Yeah. So that means still got him. Still got him. So that means whether I'm saying I, they ass on the couch with their legs. Come on. That, so that means that. Let me tell you. I think I need to be sitting right there with exactly, you. Exactly. But, but Jimmy was a shark. So let me tell you what that means. Yeah. That means when Dre walks away from NWA and has nothing, Jimmy is like, come over here. I got you in Shug. Mm mm. Mm mm. Not, not at the beginning. What happened? Mm-mm. Correct me. I want to know this. Priority. Priority. Priority was on board first. Really? Yeah, Jimmy came after Priority. So, but what did Priority put out? Did they do anything for different? Priority, the the chronic damn there was out on Priority. Somehow the shit got flipped to where it got flipped over to. Jimmy's a shark. (laughs) Jimmy's a shark. (laughs) Jimmy's a shark. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Priority was the first. Oh, yeah. Landing, the landing, you know. But but look at it like this Jimmy, Dre is with Suge. Death Row, Dre walks away from Death Row with nothing. He didn't walk away with nothing, though. He walked into Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy said, yeah. here's money to start a new one. And then the new one was Aftermath. And then that the rest is history. And then even now, Dre hasn't dropped. I, we were just talking about this. Dre hasn't dropped the album in 23 years. But every year he had a budget. Yeah. You know why? Because <laughs> Jimmy was the shark. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Jimmy was like, you know what? If you don't want to sell records, we're going to sell headphones. We're gonna sell something. Yeah. And if you had a shark, Genius. it'd be different. That's why I got Smith and Griffin's BBQ sauces and love. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, yeah. But, but yeah, I, and you're right. Cause I cause 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 one of the worst things for me as a music executive or manager, someone is watching amazing talent end up in the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you know, Let's be clear. Everybody, you can be great forever, but everybody has a peak. Stevie Wonder has a peak. Like, he's one of the greatest songwriters ever, but Stevie Wonder had a peak. And and in your peak, you want to squeeze as much out for yourself mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than someone else squeezing right. what they got to squeeze out of it. And then you're like, fuck, now I got to rebuild. And you got to just hope that you run into a, the right shark and they be like, yeah. nah, I'm going to swim for you. Yeah. That's it. Because, you yeah. know, that's really what it is. Time no. for a put your money on your mouth. Yeah, that's I, you know. That's Go what ahead. I was gonna say okay, so we do want to play a game with Uh-oh. you. So we're gonna give Uh-oh. you some options. Okay, so it's gonna be sign, drop, or develop. Now, if you don't want to answer it, um, we have a nonprofit called the Creative Academy, and we just ask that you donate twenty dollars. I got you. No, this twenty dollars. Uh, just a little yeah. yeah. See, see, but, but the, our whole thing is, is that nobody wants to do an interview and feel like they got robbed. Yeah, So no, no, no. I, if if I lose, then hey, I got the pay. All right now. So that's not as easy as it sounds. Everybody I know always. It. Okay. I, know, I already know. <laughs> so 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 what we really do is so we give you three names. If you don't want to answer, you gotta donate to the kids. When you okay. donate to the kids, we celebrate. So even if you don't answer, everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody wins. So 
Uh, we like to start off a little, um, make it a little fun to start off a little light. I'm going to give you a light one, see how this one works for you. Um, Anderson Pac, Childish Gambino, Bruno Mars. What 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 I what you I are the we are they, we no we are at Warren G Records. Damn. Warren G is looking at all three of these acts, and you have two options. You have three options. One got to go home. One we gonna put out now, and one we gonna develop and get out. Put out next. And they're all Mars. at their peak of their career. Bruno Mars. Uh, who is it now? Bruno Mars, Anderson Pac, and Childish Gambino. You said I'd have to, uh, one of them developed. Uh, wow. One sign, one drop. One sign, one develop, one drop. I'm going to have to donate. $20 for the kid, everybody. Yeah. $20 for the kid. The kids always win. Now, I, I, can't, I can't win with that, but they all dope. Exactly. All right, cool. We're going to go. We're gonna come with the West Coast version. Kendrick Lamar, Roddy Rich, YG. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is the, the main guy. You want to sign? So we signed Kendrick. We signed Kendrick. Okay, who we put in development? Uh, Roddy Rich. Okay, so we drop it YG. No, 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 I'm, no, 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 I'm putting, I'm putting Roddy, uh, YG in development. And we go set Roddy Rich home. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right. Set it Roddy Rich home. My okay, bad, cool. Roddy Rich. It's all good. It's you all good. Step your gang up. <laughs> all right, cool. I ain't tripping, but I made it. Nah, but it's good, though. It's fun. So, E-40, Too Short, Ice Cube. I'm going to have to pay the kids. $40 for the yeah. kids. $40 for the kids, everybody. The kids always win. The kids always win. I love it. Yeah. All right, cool. As producers. Mm. Producers. Oh, he got several. Dr. Dre, one. DJ Quick, Battle Cat. Y'all making it hard on me. I'm going to have to pay the kids. Yes. Yeah, $60 for the kids, everybody. $60 for the kids. Money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, 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 exactly. So I'm gonna hit you with I'm gonna hit you with a couple more just because I want to see. So if you had to say, I'm gonna give you an R&B. Would you not? Would you want to try R&B? Mm -hmm. R&B is fun. <laughs> R&B. Usher, fun. Chris Brown, R. Kelly. Damn. Remember, everybody's at the peak of their career. Yeah. No hindsight. <laughs> you know. What I mean? I'm gonna have to roll with a. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to roll with uh, uh what was the name? Usher, Chris I'm, Brown, I'm R. To, Kelly. I'm gonna have to roll with Usher and R. Kelly. And we sending Chris Brown home. I'm gonna send him home. So we signing Usher. I'm, sign, we, I'm signing Usher and R. Kelly. R. Kelly, we gonna put. We gotta do some shit behind the scenes to get this nigga right. Like, look, nigga, leave these motherfuckers alone. That's the best answer we ever had. We gonna develop your ass and not do the stupid shit. Yeah. All right, cool. So here's the ladies' version: Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. Hey. I'm going to have to pay the kids. $80 for the kids. <laughs> yeah. These kids are going to eat next week, and we're going to oh, send yeah. 4G pictures of the kids eating oh, their yeah. Chick-fil-A for yeah. breakfast. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> All right, cool, Eating cool. Drum set. We got, we, got a, we got a couple more. I'm going to give you a couple more rap ones, and then I got one that I'm going to give you that I feel like is the hard one. I'm going to give you three more rap ones and one last one. So we got four more. All right, here's another rap one. T.I., Ludacris, Little Wayne. Mm -hmm. 
I gotta make a. a, a <laughs> let me see. Uh, damn, Ti Ludacris, Lil Wayne. Ti is my nigga. Lil Wayne's my nigga too. These my guys. <clears throat> uh, Ludacris is my guy too. Let me see. Who I deal with more? Who have I talked to more? Uh, who I haven't talked to. They all, they all at Ward G, they all at Ward G right. Records try to get signed. Knocking on the door. Who he signed it? Wow. Uh, man. <laughs> I'm another 20 for the kids. Yeah. I'm another 20 for the kids. The kids win every time, bro. The kids win every time. All right, man. cool. Two more, then we'll get to the last one. All right, cool. Nas... Eminem, Kendrick. No, no, I had Kendrick already. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I got, no, no, I, I got, I got this. Hold on, my bad. I'm, I look at everything. All right, cool. J. Cole, Travis Scott, Future. I, I was just about to say, you and J. Cole, uh, first of all, you need to get in with J. Cole. If J. Cole is listening, your sound, with the way he approached records, yeah. mm-hmm. oh my God. You know what's a trip is he did a speech, uh, he probably was a young kid, yeah. and he did a speech, and he talked about the records that had, that uh, inspired him, and he yeah. did my album. Bruh, mm-hmm. I'm, you and J. Cole together? Yeah. I be, listen bro. Hit Warren G. <laughs> Barry, hit Warren G. Get Let's go. So we signed in J. Cole. J. Cole uh, and Future. Developing Future. Yeah. And we dropping Travis Scott. Yeah, I got a role with Future. And I, you know, my God. Shit, I ain't got, hey, I like Travis Scott. Hey, but. Somebody got to go. Hey, somebody got to yeah, go. Somebody, somebody got to go. go Listen, out of that every one. label faces this choice yeah. every day. This, yeah. what, this is the part that people don't understand. This is what every label Even faces. Even though Travis Scott probably making more money than yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott, that's another motherfucking monster. All right, cool. Two more. I just don't know him like I know them. Listen, what's your... I'm saying, you know, he, he probably... A, Nigga, don't take that shit uh, serious. <laughs> Let's do a it's record, nigga. Let's do a record together. And I guarantee you it'll be different. It'll be huge. The everything he ever done. That's what I love about your sound. All right, cool. We got two more. Here's the here's 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 the grand finale before we go to the grand grand finale. <laughs> this one, this one, Jay Z, Kanye West, Drake. I love this one. Oh man. Mm. I'm gonna have to get that one to the kids. Hundred and twenty dollars uh, for the kids, everybody, the kids. Now. I wanted to hear answer. Uh, uh, but okay, so uh, can I tell you something though? No, I will say this. Drake and Ye having you and your sounds in the room. Man. Oh my God. Yeah, it, 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 oh my thing. God. Fire. All right, cool. So this this well, is my I had Jay-Z is my guy. We 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 started out together on Def Jam. I remember when we bumped heads in the office. Oh wow. First head bump, not bumped heads oh, as far as oh, like, oh, like ran into each other. Yeah, man. just like on some first seeing each other, like, what's up, man? What's happening? Like, yeah, we was like, what's up, man? It's all good. Boom. You know, it was all love. So here's this a lot. my cousin, uh, you know DJ Funky? Yeah. That's my Funky was trying to come he out. He's calling here. me right now. That's our boy. He, I, t- I he can't was, answer it right now, Funky, but 
<laughs> we, 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 that's, he just uh, he hit me right now. Yeah, that's, that's, I that's got my it. folks, my yeah. cousin. He wants to be dad, so he wants to be daddy. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, cool. So here's the last one that I wanted. This is the one that I wanted for you. Okay, let's go. Dr. Dre's NWA era, Dr. Dre's Death Row era, or Dr. Dre's Aftermath era. Which era are you signing? Which era are you dropping? Which era are you developing? What, what was the first one? NWA, Dr. Dre era. Death Row, Dr. Dre era. Aftermath. It's the last one. Mm. And you was there for all. That's why I wanted to ask yeah. you. was there for all of those. Let me see. Mm, that mm -hmm. is serious mm -hmm. right there. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, let me see. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to. Uh, now wait a minute. No, I got no, to, no, wait no, a minute. I, I, he was I, there for these. I these got is, to roll with the NWA area. That's that's me. So NWA is because you I was a young buck trying to come around them niggas. So that one is is. Well, yeah, wait a minute. That that one. Yeah, that's signing. So we signed the NWA. Yeah, era. and then uh, I'm gonna have to take the. Uh, I'm gonna have to roll with the Death Row era after that. Uh, so we develop the Death Row. Develop and we get the Death Row shit together. Row. It's, it's, we don't need the aftermath era. Let me let me get the. Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> let me think about it again. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what? I uh, aftermath I'll sign, <clears throat> and then no the uh, Death Row era I'll sign in the aftermath. Oh wait, that's hard right there. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Think out loud. I want to hear damn, how you're going I'm through this take, process. Uh, he was there. That's why I'm like, I, imagine being there for all the errors. Like, damn. Head. I'm gonna take the death row era sign and develop the. Well, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take the death row era and then the aftermath sign the aftermath era. That's it, right? There. And we drop it NWA. Gotta drop in W. Oh, oh my God! He dropped straight out of Compton. Let's go. Now I, I I hate to do it, but no, it's good. It's good. I though. was just a pup around yeah. that age. Th these other oh, ones, I was involved. Money. Oh yeah. Oh, there it is. That that makes sense. <laughs> I would let you know. I'm sending that you dropping in W. I'm gonna send that straight directly. <laughs> no, don't send that to that nigga. <laughs> hey, no, but, don't send but, that. But listen, but he signed. Don't he signed that to that nigga. He signed that bro, and he signed uh, and he developed it. But the reason why I say that is because I came, I came right there and and helped build the death row era. Yep. And from me helping with building the the death row era led to Dre making more money than he. Oh, excuse me. Then he made with NWA in the aftermath era. Mm hmm Because the NWA from, from era, us, nobody from, got but paid. But look, see, because the death row era, we, we built Dre. So that Ooh. opened up doors for Dre to sign Ooh. Eminem, 50 Cent, and, That's and a bar. get that Apple deal and blow it back up. That's mm -hmm. a bar. The Dr. Dre era... The, the two eras he picked it's was the era where it was tree. about. Yeah. That's fire. Because NWA was really about Easy and Jerry Heller. Yeah. And this is more about Jerry. That was a good one. I like it's all See, good. when you get when you make it make sense, it makes sense. So um before we get to credit check, I want to just talk to you a little bit about like how do you feel about okay, I have an issue with the music business. I have an issue, somebody being in it, where I feel like after a certain amount of time, artists 
especially legacy artists that have kept lights on for years, should be gifted their masters. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I, that. Um, well, in in my situation, I think I deserve the building. Damn, you kept, you kept, yeah. you kept, you saved Dev Jam. They they all went on record and say a guy from the West Coast saved this yeah. label. And I feel like for Def Jam to be around for as many as they are, me and mind you, one of my close friends, Tunji's the CEO. And but I feel like at some point in time, if you want to pay, because hip hop is what built this shit. Yeah. But hip hop built all of this shit. And at some point in time, we gotta repay our legends. And that means giving them their shit back. Now I don't yeah. want to say giving, I want to say gifting. Because yeah. gifting is saying thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Giving yeah. them is charity. No, gift it to them. Yo, thank you, bro, yeah. for what you do. And I just feel like I, I just wanted to get your take on that because, like, first of all, we in your studio. It's a nice-ass studio. Shit is great. But I feel like you should be able to exploit your name, your likeness, your copyright, your masters the way you want yeah. to. And even if they want to take a admin fee, because that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's I'm not saying that they got to. But even if they take an admin fee, but I feel like they have to. For people like yourself, um, well, I, I I really feel like like that's that's should be given back to me because it's been, I mean, I risk risk risked I can't even pronounce risked. it risked I risked a lot of uh, shit in this industry uh, because of them. Your life, you know, motherfuckers tried to kill me. Yes, uh, anywhere I went, you know, it was like. I had to deal with people who were asking me to sign all, to sign them all the time or getting pissed off. I had to deal with a lot of shit dealing with the company and at the same time giving the company my blood, sweat, and tears to help grow us together. Yeah, and they and they and they, and they and they've leveraged what you've given them and they've yeah. grown into a, a conglomerate. It's a, it's a billion dollar company. Yeah, is that way more than my that? Shit so is exactly. Crumbs. Exactly. That's you, crumbs and, giving and, me my shit back. And you probably made them over a hundred million dollars from your music. Way over that. To date, that was that, that was way back then, a hundred million. So wow. I can imagine what it is now. Just now, just in the continuation. And I'm just asking for what I did and for for uh, not asking. I'm just saying the things that I did uh as far as helping everybody that was associated with that company, they're hundred millionaires. Yeah. Kevin Lyle. Yeah. Leora Cohen. Yeah. Russell Simmons. Mike Kaiser. Yep. Uh, Julie Greenwald. Yep. These are all people. These are my these are my people. Yeah. They all in position. Yeah. And they can make one at, phone call. At major companies. Yeah. Never did complain about nothing with none of these motherfuckers. When when Kevin was going to get fired, mm -hmm. I told them motherfuckers, y'all fire that nigga, y'all drop me. Mm. Wes Johnson was my nigga. He used to tell me a lot of shit. Mm. You know, but I never, but it's like, I'm like, damn, all the things that I went through, uh, Russell is my guy, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> all the things I went through, just dealing with all this shit, this music shit, period, I deserve that shit because I put a lot of blood, blood sweat, and tears in this shit into, I didn't, it's been a lot of kids put through college. Yes. It's a lot of houses been bought. Yes. A lot of yes. Bentleys. Oh, a lot of bonuses yeah. paid out. Let me, let me. Let you give the, I feel like, get that, that to, over here to give to my, your kids. For my family, you know, my family and everybody to live off of. Nah, that's real, enjoy. bro. Yeah. You guys been enjoying that shit for 20, 
eight years, 27, 28 years. Wow. Um, when, when we talk off, when we talk you know off, I mean? when, when we get off this, I, I actually know how to get your master's back. I'll tell you when we get off this. Yeah. I know how to do it. That's all good. No, I'm saying, but I know. And for me. But, but from there, I have, even though if I get them back, I have to have somebody in place to still make that shit make money. And and, and, and we met with, we, we, I'm going to connect you with, no, we're going to connect you with the, with the master investor <laughs> who is, who Ian Dunlap, I'm going to hit Ian, who <laughs> said he can take mm-hmm. your, your brand. Bro, it's, it's, it's things that we're working on. And mind you, this is because I care. Mm-hmm. This ain't yeah. raised in the middle of it. This is just because, yeah. bro, hey man, I know what hip hop did for my family. Yeah. And for me, it's like, and I also, and hit, let me take it further. I know what hip hop did for my life. And you're one of the contributors to that. Mm-hmm. You're one of the people whose songs I heard that made me fall in love with this shit, that made me want to be anywhere around this shit. That's so true. the least we can do is take care of our legends. Oh, yeah. And you are a fucking legend, my brother. You are a Thank legend. You. Walker, you need to get that shit tattooed on your <laughs> We need to you know get the what? Will Smith book, the Will Smith movie, I Am Legend, and put your face on it, bro. You are a legend, bro. What? I just I just be warm, man. Just, I mean, I ain't, like, I, I even tell my kids, I said, shit, I still feel like I'm y'all age. Yeah. As far as the way I feel. Yeah. And I just be myself. I don't try to, I don't, you know, I heard Oprah say, be the person who you are on the camera the way you are off the camera. Um, and that shit stuck with me. That's all you got, bro. <laughs> but you see, I don't want you, nobody's, nobody, anybody who knows this, it might run, yeah. run into me in public, I'm the same person. What's up, bro? How you doing? Yeah. It's love. Because I'm yeah. thankful, I'm grateful that I'm here. Yeah. yeah I could be working up. at Delta right now making $23 an hour. Yeah. Fucking outside, and I'm here. Bro, I'm yeah. blessed, bro. Yeah. I can't, everything, everything I play with from this point forward is house money. Yeah, and I appreciate I it. Been through, you know, just just being just being blessed to, like you said, man. Uh, boy, I could tell y'all some cold shit, but I can't. <laughs> we talk off camera. Right. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don Vito <laughs> says we call that the Patreon, <laughs> the premium information, as Don Vito would say. But no, um, it's all good. No, no, no. We gonna, no, now we got to do something no, very important. My thing is like this. I, I love everybody in hip hop. Like, mm-hmm. I love all the artists in hip hop. Uh, I may have may have bumped heads with a, a few people here and there. Uh, That's life. Anytime you they thought I probably was tripping, but I wasn't. I love all these motherfuckers in this shit, and I think that we should build a like a like how the NFL has the NFL PA, yeah, and that they have the NFL uh, 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 organization that, yeah. that that works with the players, do shit with the players. We need to develop that type of shit in music. Yeah, mm-hmm. now I ain't gonna lie, cause so, it so it could be some type of intervention with some of these niggas, cause some of that shit. Okay, I understand you going the motherfuckers that's, that's I don't want to mention no names that the, the things that they going through, but the killing shit that these niggas is talking about and being in these cases and murder cases and talking about how many bodies they got and this that and this, I understand that. Paint the picture of the things that you went through before all that thug shit, so yeah. people can understand that mm, instead of you being a killer because. When you kill somebody, you got to deal with the shit. You got to deal with the with the with the with the, men, the mental part. You got to deal with all of that shit. That you you got to deal with that shit for sure. You know, and then 
you know, it, continue to keep doing that shit, mm-hmm. then you just crazy. Yeah. But <laughs> just a lunatic, but motherfuckers don't, it's just, they just got to, just got to, I just, I just hear outlaw about it. Yeah, I've said take responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I real. wrong for that? That's, that's <laughs> on the radio. No, can I be real with you? Uh-huh. Everybody's tired of it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know nobody. Oh, man, I haven't shit. met. I haven't met one person. that was like, I need another song to brag about oh, how good my pussy right. is. I think. I think everybody's tired of it. And I also think that it's because we got to open the door and allow more. Right. Bro, we just need a little bit more balance and a little bit more responsibility. And I think if we took more responsibility, that if morals if, too, like if they don't yeah. that shit in there and with this. These newer generations, that shit gonna get crazy. It's gonna be, they gonna be having little bitty ass kids working and yeah. shit, doing all that yeah. shit. What <laughs> they doing now? Yeah. Yeah. You oh, know, no, I'm I like, with that God shit. damn, ladies, mm-hmm. yeah, get this shit together. Lauren yeah. Hill, get back Please. in the mix. Somebody go out here and say stop. But you now, know that right there, now goat shit. Yeah, Lauren Hill. Yeah, who would like a, a bucket list to work with? Yeah, that's one. That's one. We need to create the next one. And I'm you, telling, I'm that's telling you, her. Yeah, she is. Her voice fucked me up. Yeah, you know. And I told her that I said, "Look, man, because we was on tour together and and overseas." And <laughs> I told her, I said, "I love you." I told, I walked up to her, I said, "I love you." Mm. And I said, "I don't mean that shit like I want to have sex with you or none of that." I said, "I'm in love with the with your music, yeah. your everything about you. I'm in love with that shit." Mm. That song you fucking did, that shit, that killing me softly, that yeah. shit took me to some shit. Yeah. And I was an artist already like yeah. that. I was like, wow. That's you know what else got me kind of like that right now is that uh scissor. I just killed my ex. Yes. Yes. That shit is dope as a motherfucker. Bro. Whoever was thinking, whoever was idea was that. It was honesty. That was dope. It came mm-hmm. from honesty. a picture, but it's it's not like yeah. I'm really like. It, but but, but like, you feel that though. You, like I hate that. I hate this motherfucker right now. <laughs> I hate that bitch, and I want her to die. I want somebody. Like, yeah, I, you felt that before. Everybody's felt. But, that's why it works though. But you don't mean it. Yeah. But it feels good just to say, to say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like what Kanye West said. Uh, if my manager insults me again, I yeah. will be assaulting yeah. him. Like after I fuck the manager up, then I'm gonna catch the register up. Like yeah. he was like, he was just yeah. like that shit was in his head. I'm kill yeah. ass and rob this place. Yeah. I'm so tired of your ass. Yeah. Fucking with me. Leave me alone, man. Yes, I'm stressed the fuck yes, out. Indeed. Yes, indeed. So, Tamir, we got the last thing we do um, before we close out, we do this thing we call credit check. Um, and credit check is basically, you know, a lot of people say, let's give people flowers. Give me flowers. And it's like, now fuck flowers. I can't yeah. do nothing with those. And you do know that. Give me my, <laughs> give, shoot, shoot me oh, my yeah. credit. Give me credit for what I did. Because if you give me credit, I could leverage credit. Yeah. I could take credit and do something with it. So I wanted you to give you a time, chance to say, shout out two or three names, like not mamas and daddies, because we know mm-hmm. they are, but two or three names of, of like unsung heroes in your story, in your career that you just want to give some credit to and say, and shout them out. Because they can take this little clip and it might they might not even be able to leverage it to go to go get some money, but they can show their kids and be like, look, yeah. you know what uh, I'm saying? And I say, well, one of them is above the law. Mm. The group. Okay. Um, they took me in when nobody wouldn't give a shout shit. Shout out to above the law. Nobody would fuck with me. Mm. That's, and Layla, rest in peace. He died. Yeah. yeah. I got to go to his funeral on the 7th. Oh, wow. You know, uh, 
those guys took me in and made me, which is what we know now as Wu-Tang. Mm. They made me a part of that. Mm. And from me branching off into doing my own thing, you know, which Ray Dre was a part of it too, the Wu-Tang movement too. Um, what they did was they, they instilled that shit into me, to me, and made me a part of that. And I took it once I started moving and blowing up and doing my thing. I made that name a part of the sound. I could have said Warren G sound. Or yeah. Warren G this. I said, that's that G sound. Yeah. And that's what I had. The, the feeling, you know, that, that, that stuff came. Not the feeling, but the, the, uh, the name came from those guys and, and those some of the guys that I credit uh, for mm-hmm. giving me a chance when nobody did yeah. give me a chance. Uh, uh, I got to say uh, Chris Lighty. Chris, rest in peace, Chris Lighty. Uh, Chris Lighty, because uh, he believed in me. You know, At first, everybody didn't really believe in me. Like when we first dropped, uh, the album and, and you know it wasn't doing a lot, uh, but like you know how everybody was getting a big first second week and right. first, so mine did okay. It did so they started kind of questioning it. Mm-hmm. Then by about the third or fourth week, that motherfucker started going bananas. Mm. Then it changed the game. But Chris always rolled with me. Mm. And he he uh, I could call him like for anything. Pretty much him and Russell, I could call him like, nigga, I need some money. Yeah. I ain't got this, I got that. Not they send it fast. Exactly. Um, damn, who else did I say? Um, shit, that's a hard, this is hard. Uh, I wish I could put a bunch of people in three different. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit, my mother and father. Giving up on me, mm. you know, even though they made it, <coughs> they made it to where like it was like, nigga, you got to get out on your own and, and start becoming a man. You can't do that in today's world, yeah. Because these niggas is doing shit, <laughs> killing, yeah. fuck, killing this shit, yeah. Just sending me out there on my own. Mm. Uh, to, to I was six, 17, 16, 17 years old. I just graduated. I was a young graduate from. Um, and, and just, I got put out, put out to the streets at, at a young age. So it was like, I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, what do y'all want me to do? Mm -hmm. I tried to get a job. Get your ass out and, and figure it out. So I thank them for doing that because it made me learn about a lot. Learn, learn, made me learn life, mm-hmm. like how to deal with different situations and being in situations where I could have died or or I, situations where I may have had to do something or a situation where I had to a good situation. So it, it, it all those all those three is what that that did for me uh, as a man. What well, led you here? Man. <laughs> 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 I 
Last question. <laughs> all right, so we are going to ask you the last question because this is the God Show. I have to ask you, do you consider uh-huh. yourself a goat or underdog? Um, can I say goat dog? <laughs> I, never, I never Let's hear that. I never hear that. I love that. I feel like Let's we got a new it. category goat now. Goat dog. Goat dog. Uh, goat dog. Uh, I, I love mean, that. I, 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 um, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that I'm better than than uh, any other guys production wise that's from the West Coast. But your shit I, hit different. I'm one right. of the ones. Yeah, I'm different from everybody. Your shit hit different, bro. Everybody. And it's two records you did that I didn't even know you did. That you told me, I'm like, I didn't know you did the Jeezy record. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know you did the the two. As soon as I get in the car, everybody <laughs> in the oh, car yeah. is going to have to hear that. I got to get my, bro, that's one of my favorite rap songs yeah. ever. I didn't even know you did yeah. that. Yeah, I so, did some, some uh, I did a new edition with remix, a remix with new edition, like back in the day. It was so dope. Well, well BBD. Mm-hmm. Uh, that motherfucker was dope. I think, did I, was it, no, no, yeah, no. No, no, that was straight BBD. That motherfucker was cold. I can't find it. I did the Pick It Up remix. Red mm. Man. Pick mm-hmm. it up, pick it yeah. up. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Ah, boom, boom, boom. Jermaine took that same sample. And, he and did, did the Drew Hill uh, sleeping in my bed. bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. sleeping in bed. Yeah, yeah. I said, this nigga Jermaine. <laughs> I was partying like a motherfucker. I was pissed off like Bop. you a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, shit. Um, hey, shit! I just, I'm just. You the goat dog. I love to do, I, I I love love to do music. You the goat dog. I just love to do music and just being around good people. That's it. Let's and, get it. Uh, and, and just, just doing it. Well, why well, do you want to say this, man? Uh, we consider you a goat. I, Thank you. I we you are goaded by this show, and it's it takes a lot for us to be here. You could have you could have went a whole other route. You honored. The talent God gave you, you honored it. You could have been like, "Fuck that! I want to go do stupid shit," but you didn't. And you also gave your family and everybody around you something to be proud of. So for that, you are a fucking goat. Thank you. And I just want to tell you, thank you for taking the time out. Thank you for shaping you, my God. childhood. And uh, this is the God Show, and we sent with a legend, Warren G, and we are out this motherfucker. All right, Woo. Well, thank it. you so Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.